When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a chat about, well, I guess you could say the mundane. One thing that we promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can just feel free to drift off, relax, maybe start your morning as a lot of people like to listen to our podcast as they start their morning. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will Listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna. Nidhi? Marco. Before we start, I should really say to our listeners that uh, please do follow us on Twitter at Listen and Sleep, or feel free to rate or review us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Yeah, send us a review. We haven't had a review in a little bit. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So, um, please do. So, I was trying to think of topics that really make me drift off. Mm-hmm. And I came up with, or you said, what about insurance? And I said, yes, that would be something that would make me drift right to sleep. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty mundane. Eh? Yeah. It's, you know, there's so many different types of insurance, yes. too. And I feel like if you talk to an insurance broker that, like, there's a million insurance, like, more every day there seems to be another insurance to insure sure. you against some Something. sort of risk. You know, like, 10, 20 years ago, there wasn't anything like critical ins- uh, critical illness insurance, right. I don't think. And now it's like... It's there. It's right? there. Do you have Travel it? insurance. Travel insurance. I have life insurance, home insurance. Yep. Motorcycle insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, Automobile insurance. Yes, without a doubt. All of those insurances. Um, insurances or insurance I? Oh, insurances, I think. I think it's insurances. <laughs> um, you know, and, and if you ever get a chance to read the details of an insurance policy... It's oh, pretty mundane. It's pretty... Uh, it's it's when you start realizing all the things that you aren't covered for sure. by reading those fine print details, it becomes quite um, eye opening in a way. Sure, and there's certain insurance companies that will give you a discount if you have multiple insurances with yes. them. Yeah, so like your that. home and auto mm-hmm. together, or and then your credit cards sometimes have travel insurance built. That's in. right. If you purchase with a certain gold or platinum card, mm-hmm. you can get coverage on that which is kind of neat right yeah absolutely did you know marco that um in ancient times like Mm -hmm. when the idea of insurance uh started or began to be considered um granaries are considered were considered insurance what do you mean 
Well, think about it for a second. So, what, what do you mean by greeneries? Greeneries. Oh, greeneries. Okay. Greeneries, like uh, where you store wheat right, or, right. or seed. Or, um, but the idea was that if you're going to have uh, um, like a famine because of a poor harvest, sure. Uh, by having food in the granary kind of built up, you're protecting against the risk. And although it's not monetary risk the right. way it is today back in ancient times food was definitely a commodity and a, sure. a valuable one at that and so um that that's one form of of insurance so there's a lot of sort of non-monetary forms of insurance of course of course it's funny because i remember reading or seeing something about maybe it's even a myth i can't remember some ancient e- e- egyptian i don't even know village or whatnot that they someone had a premonition, and so they made a lot of uh, provisions like that, storing grain for a couple of years in a row. And then they had there was a huge drought within the land, and because they had the foresight to do that, they did well for themselves, kind of thing. So it's really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly know that when I'm traveling, I feel better when I have insurance with me. So I have to say that, like travel insurance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I used to actually double my insurance, which you're not supposed to do, but only because I didn't know I had coverage with my union. And so I would buy additional travel insurance. Uh, and so sometimes when you do that, you can null, nullify the other policy. The other policy. So you've got to be, be conscious of that as well. Well, and did you know, so oddly enough, for a very brief period in my career, I worked on a travel insurance project. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's very great. Very random. So... Um, most travel insurance policies don't actually have like re- air repatriation as- associated with it. Well, I don't even know what that is. So, so, so if you miss a flight, no. no. So let's say you get sick overseas and sure. get admitted to the hospital, and it's a critical illness. Your policy doesn't actually. So your policy will max out at a certain point, sure. right? But there's nothing in most travel policies that speaks to actually bringing you home via air ambulance or okay. or something like if you need transportation back wow. uh, in a critical situation. There's nothing suggesting that. A lot, most of them will say you have to take a commercial ca- carrier. Wow. So uh, just a little interesting thing to so consider. That's, some, that's something you should look at. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's fascinating. I know. Huh. Um, but insurance, I think, was really started, like, not really started, but it mm-hmm. really uh, gained traction, I think, when uh, for merchant vessels. So merchants would, um, or, or ship owners would take out a loan with the oh. bank and would pay extra to cancel the loan if the ship got lost at sea really? or, or, yeah, capsized or something. Wow. Um, and so there you go. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you ever play blackjack in casinos? Every now and then. Do you take insurance when the dealer shows ace? <laughs> Can you even do that? Yeah, it says it on the table, insurance. So what happens is if the dealer has an ace and you have 21, mm-hmm. or you have no. an ace... Don't you win it? if you have 21? Yeah, but if the dealer has an ace, you can take insurance so that if they have 21, you don't lose your bet. Oh. Or you lose half your bet. Oh, I wish I, I would oh, remember I didn't this. Oh, know that. Yeah, yeah. It'll say insurance pays two to one or something. Oh, really? I thought yeah, you were yeah. joking. That's funny. So, yeah. Is that just for blackjack? Yeah, it's, it's when you play blackjack. I don't know about other card mm-hmm. games. There mm-hmm. probably is for certain other card games. There might be some sort of insurance. But it's if the dealer shows, pretty sure if the dealer shows an ace. 
You can take some sort of like insurance. You can you can you can take insurance before the dealer shows, shows their the next card. Because mm. um, if they have twenty one, you'll lose, right? But if you've taken insurance, you don't lose your bet, but you lose the insurance. Hmm. And the insurance, if I'm not mistaken, is half the amount of your bet. Oh, I hope that's right. It yeah. might not be. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, if anyone out there is out there knows about oh, I'm sure blackjack insurance. You know what's funny, Nitty? If I was playing, I would know immediately, right? right? right. And it's always the because way. I'm not in front of the table and because I'm not playing. Not that I'm not that I play blackjack mm-hmm. uh, all the time, right? Well, it sounds like you do. When you go to a casino, what are the games you like to play? I, you know what? I have to be honest with you. I'm not a big casino person. Okay. Because I find it, like, I'll play slots, but, like, I lose interest very quickly. After, like, ten bucks or something, I'll be okay. like, I'm done. Um, and I'm just, the the idea of gambling at cards just doesn't, um, it doesn't seem like a fair fight to me, so it's not of interest, because I don't think... That's because you haven't found the right game. Uh, maybe, maybe. What what um, slots attract you? Like, what's your preference? If you're in a casino and you're going to pay, te- you're going to play $10... I'm going to take the cheapest slot, because <coughs> the idea is just to play the slot. Like, it's entertainment more than me actually So it's not the actual, like, slot machine? There's not, like, one type of slot machine no. that catches your eye? More no. Than, like, I you mean, know I like the ones with, like, the 777, and, you know, but I'm not very... I'm not very interested by the casinos, but... Um, so I've got... I, I've looked up the blackjack insurance. Okay. So blackjack insurance is a bet on the odds of probability, right? So when the dealer's face card is an ace, like I said, you have the option to take insurance before the dealer checks the whole card. And uh, that thus the expression ace in the hole. It's uh, the whole card. I, it's, I guess that's the card that's down. It's the whole card. Um, the dealer's second card has a nearly one-third probability of having a 10 value, which would make the dealer have blackjack, right? Mm. And uh, the insurance bet is lot lost if the dealer does not have blackjack. So if you if you've played sorry if you've placed an insurance bet and he or she let's say shows an eight on their whole card, mm-hmm. then you lose your insurance bet, but you can still win. Or lose on your original bet. So I would then win if I was showing blackjack or if I had an ace and he had an ace. So I guess you don't know if you have blackjack yet. So you know you have an ace and they have an ace. You take out insurance. That's it. They reveal their card. And let's say it's a nine. So they don't have... They've got 20 at this point. You have an ace. You have blackjack. You win. You have an ace. You then show a nine, which means you have 20. You can push with the dealer. Or take another card, hope you get a one, and you have 21. Do you follow? You, you're, you've glazed I, over. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so I guess the real question is, is blackjack insurance a good bet? Well, to me, it's pointless, right? What's the point of, the whole point of black? I don't know. I don't know. It seems a little bit like it's a, a little bit of a, how do we make even more money off of this? Well... According to this website I'm looking at, it says, although the odds are higher that you will lose the bet, some prefer to take the one out of three odds of winning two to one instead of losing their bet. So is it a good bet, they ask? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Well, I guess yeah. that's why it's a game of chance. So, As I, is with any insurance, right? I guess. You're right. Like, 
have you do you ever take like the electronic insurance like with computers and cameras and stuff that they try and oh when sell? you purchase something yeah I I take the extended warranty sometimes so okay. for example on my computer I did take an extended warranty um, I know that like these big box electronic stores will have insurance on certain things but sometimes it's not worth it sometimes it's like mm, I don't know if I even I'm even gonna care in five years time if this item goes kaput let's say but uh no no i, uh, I generally don't i have a friend who uh used to work for one of those big box um stores and uh he got uh i guess it was in in canada there's like a investigative series called like cbc marketplace i love or, that show i, I can't know it it's, it's, CBC it's definitely cbc marketplace and for our listeners who aren't in Canada might not be familiar with CBC Marketplace. So the CBC is our national broadcaster and stands for the Canadian Broadcast Corporation. And if you go to their website, I think you can see old episodes of Marketplace. And if you're someone who's a consumer who is interested in learning about, you know, companies that try to do fraudulent things or how to get back at companies that wrong the consumer, I really recommend <laughs> you go and look at Marketplace of Nitty. If I was to turn on my television and show you the PVR, you would see at least five episodes of Marketplace I on there. I believe it. I love, I love Marketplace. We've, I mean, we've had this discussion before, but when it comes to, like, um, you standing up for the consumer, you are not afraid to tweet at uh, anybody who, who wrongs you, and I encourage our listeners to see <laughs> and check out some of Marco Tipano's tweets to various... Company or definitely a squeaky wheel. But anyways, you were saying you had a friend. So so he 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 worked for one of those um, (laughs) big box stores that CBC Marketplace actually did a story on about like um, extended warranties and insurance. And um, we were laughing because and this was years ago, but he was one of the blurried sales reps. So they were (laughs) that that person was a a whistleblower. No. It was they were doing like a (gasps) customer. Oh, they did like they pretended to to be a customer and I guess they had like a camera in the lapel or something or whatever. Um, however they do the hidden camera stuff and you just see his blurred out face giving this sales pitch about why someone should take like I think a nine hundred dollar insurance policy or something for like a computer that costs like a fraction of the price. Right. Wow. Um, because when you averaged how much somebody was spending in month uh, per month over and a top of like uh, sorry per month for the insurance component, right? It was a ridiculous. Wow. Amount. Yeah, it was like nine hundred bucks or something. How, I think the computer only cost them like five hundred bucks. Right. How did your friend feel about being on? Oh, he laughs. I mean, he was a salesperson. Right. You know so what I mean? it wasn't like he was just doing. Like, yeah, it wasn't like. He was the CEO of the company right, and right, he knew enough. what was going on. It was just sort of like... Well, I think companies like that should really be held accountable if they do things that are... That's why I do like programs but, like... So it's interesting, right? Because at the end of the day, with insurance, though, you're, you're selling... It's an emotion. Like, even though they try right. and make it very, very factual and all of that, it's an emotional response, right? You're trying to plant a seed of doubt in someone's mind or a seed of risk that there's some sort of risk that will happen that will make them want to purchase this hmm interesting not really but yes somewhat interesting yeah i guess i yeah you know because people who are risk adverse 
are always going to buy the insurance. Right. And I'm, I tend to be more that person versus my, my spouse who tends to be a little bit less. Well, see, it's funny because I'm always like, so for example, for my iPhone, you know, they try and sell you like a five-year warranty on it. Right. But in five years, that won't, that iPhone's going to be obsolete. Well, that's what, yeah, that's right? what so, I meant too. Like, it's like, mm, do I really want it when in five years time, I'm not going to want the product that I'm purchasing today? Exactly. Or if it breaks and you do have the insurance and cash it in in five years, they're going to give you the five-year-old model. You know what right, I mean? Right. Um, so, so I tend to not necessarily buy the insurance for those kind of like, have you ever actually used insurance like mm-hmm. travel insurance? Have you ever used that? No. Have you? Uh, uh, I haven't, but Amanda has. Oh, she bro- she would break her a crown mm. almost everywhere we would go. Not I shouldn't say that, but she would have she had a crown that broke in Montreal, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so we had, and I know it's just out of province, so you know a lot of people don't consider getting insurance for out of pro but out it, of province yeah. um, medical because if you're in Ontario and you go to Quebec, especially if you go for a day or two. But we got it, and mm. she needed it, and it worked out. Wow. What's I, the craziest thing you've ever spent, like, an insurance policy on? Or, like, or or something that you wish you, in hindsight, you're like, oh, I should have insured that. Well, what's interesting is years ago, when we would purchase flights with a, when you would put, purchase travel through a... Travel agent? Travel agent. Just I had a dear friend. obsolete profession. I know, it's, way, it's kind it? of, like really disappearing yeah so a friend of mine was a travel agent and i booked a trip to italy with this person but i did not get the travel insurance Uh the baggage insurance oh the baggage insurance sure enough my bag i go to london my bag goes to portugal (laughs) your bag wanted to go on its own trip i guess it did and as i like to say the hand wasn't talking to the foot so my and I was backpacking. My backpack did not get oh, to me. No. It went back to Canada. It was somewhere in storage. And I did not have a stitch with me. And I didn't have any insurance to purchase anew. So I get my... I, I don't know if I called or my mom called. And called my friend who I call Barb, which is not her name. So I can gladly say Barb. I just used to call her Barb as a nickname. Okay. Um, so nobody will know who this is. Um, and Barb said to my mother, to me, I can't remember, don't worry, I'll put the insurance through because they didn't collect the insurance till the end of the month. Oh. So because it wasn't the end of the month, she just filed as if I had purchased insurance when I bought my thing. Oh, smart. So then she's like, go ahead, buy your baggage, buy your backpack, buy your clothes. And I just went on a wonderful spending spree and just wow. bought all sorts of things and then submitted it. And got, and got my money back. Wow! But sometimes they'll only give you x times the weight of your bag, some weird thing like that. Oh. So you don't get as much as you think. But mm-hmm. I sort of, I had an indicator of how much they would give me back. So I spent right and right around there. So that was another time where insurance and knowing the right person allowed me to kick that in. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um. I need to, you know what, one thing that I need to get done, and I just haven't, and we've talked about this before, is I I need to get my rings insured. I have a couple of rings that are family, like family heirloom rings, and my biggest fear is them being lost or stolen or something like that, and and, uh, not being able to recoup any value of it. You know what you should do? You should pick a day, like, you know, a day like 
Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day or one of these kind of, not holidays, but one of these days, Groundhog's mm-hmm. Day or April Fool's, pick one of those days and say, okay, I'm going to do it on Halloween. I'm going to go take the day to do it because those days are great reminder days where it's like you know what valentine's day is coming up february 14th i know the date i know and and just make it that that's a date that you get your rings yeah, that's insured a good, that's a good plan mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good plan i mean i have the insurance now actually now that i think about it because it's part of my home insurance but i just haven't got the appraisals done right and you should get those done yeah uh, yeah well, doesn't take long no not really like and it's not, it, like, if you go to the right place, it's not that expensive. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have a place, you told me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Although I heard they moved, but I, I can send you to, I think I have their card. Okay. You know, Nitty, um, a while back we talked about ghost signs. Yes. Have you seen that there's a house that they took down the siding of this house or this building, and they're going to make it into a larger building or something, and it has a ghost sign on it? It's like Selma's musical equipment. It's like a really cool sign. I think it's on... Oh, I want to say it's on DuPont as you head, or Davenport as you head east. Oh. Yeah. Huh. When I saw it the other day, I, was, I thought, oh, we did a whole thing on ghost signs. We I did. need, And it's a really cool ghost sign, and they're going to cover it relatively soon. I need to take a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, you should, yeah. and tweet that. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a big ghost uh, sign following. Oh, like yeah. It's like a huge thing. I started following them on Twitter when we did. When, when we, we did, did that episode. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to follow the ghost sign people, because it's kind of neat. Yeah. I think do you see them now that we've had ever yes, since we I had do. the episode? Although, like now, okay, because the area I live in is so kind of hipsterish. Part of it is that it's difficult to tell: is that a ghost sign or is that like some sort of hipsterish artwork, right? Um, throwback type of thing. Yeah, because there's a couple of cool restaurants in the city that what they've done is they they've taken down the old signage that was there. And it revealed really old ghost signs. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, do you remember we went to this restaurant and it was like an old deli and it says Czech on it because it was a Czechoslovakian deli at the time. So it's like some, oh. do you know, do you know, and it's a, it's yes, a cool Chikos, little, Chikos, yeah. Chikos. I don't think that that's there anymore. Oh, it's not. I, eh? Or, or it, it, maybe it's there, but new owners. Okay. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know what, what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, yeah. That's a ghost sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, they're they're pretty cool. And I there's can a, notice there's, them more now. I think on um, I'm just mentioning these streets. Nobody nobody unless you live in, in Toronto or even if you don't live in my area, you might not even know the street. <laughs> but on Oakwood, there's mm-hmm. a bar restaurant that's called the Hardware Store, and I guess it's an old hardware store sign uh-huh. that they just kept up as the, as the sign for the store, which is a bar and a restaurant. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, commercial insurance. How oh. crazy would that be? Like, how crazy expensive do you think it is to have restaurant insurance? Oh, that's a great question. It's a really great question. Well, you know, you know, there's a lot of insurance on sets and stuff mm-hmm. when you're filming something. So did you see the movie The Hateful Eight? Tarantino's Hateful Eight? I haven't seen it yet, but I know of it. Okay, so they took insurance on this old... I want to say it's fiddle or a violin. Okay. And they got it from a museum, so it was like this really famous instrument. Right. And I forget her name. The woman who's in it plays it at some point. And then Kirk Russell takes it, and he smashes (gasps) it, right? Yeah. And um, he didn't know it was a 
precious instrument. So while they were filming the scene, he just grabbed it and started smashing it oh as God. indicated in the script, right? Luckily, they had insurance on it, but the the museum was like, what? Like, how did you destroy this, you know, priceless, Beautiful, yeah, priceless object? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, you think someone would have told him that? <laughs> you would think, right? But I guess he, he wasn't aware. I don't think he would intentionally destroy an no, instrument. No, I'm sure not. I'm sure not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Insurance is one of those funny There's things. There's pet insurance, too. Do there you, have, do you insurance. have pet insurance? I don't. I but, considered strongly getting mm-hmm. it, and then um, and then I just didn't. <laughs> we had it for, for my parents' dog, and it, it actually paid for itself, or, like, it was an even split, like you were, when you would go and take the pet for a checkup, and... It would it would give you half the money back, and so okay. if there if there was some medication that the, that the dog needed, we would get paid back for it. So I think what they ultimately spent, they sort of broke even on, okay, which was great because then if the pet has a big sort of problem condition or whatnot, it would have more than paid for itself. Yeah, I think because my dog was um, it is purebred, like I knew the breeder and I knew right, the guy. Yeah. I knew that there weren't any, like, pre... Like, I knew her history. Okay. So, I... When I did the calculation, I was like, hmm, the first five years of life, I don't know if I'm going to need right, it sure. or whatever. Like, now it would be probably, as she gets older, something that right. I would but actually... But if you get it now, it's more... It's yeah. kind of like humans. If you get you your yeah. insurance when you're in your 20s, you're paying next to nothing. Yeah. But if you get it later in life... You're going to be You're going to be paying more. money, right? Yeah, totally. But my advice would be this, Nitty. Get insurance if you're play, playing blackjack and the dealer shows an ace. <laughs> That's good words. Because to you know by. what it is? If the dealer gets 21 and you didn't take insurance, you're going to be kicking yourself. Yeah, but that's true of anything in in well, card games. Maybe I'm risk adverse, like I said. Well, I, Have you I ever played you War at a casino? No, I didn't even know you could play that it's, at a casino. Yeah, some casinos do it, and it's pretty awesome. It's my favorite card game to play at a casino. Oh, War is super yeah. fun. How about Roulette? Have you ever played Roulette? Yes, that I played. That's super fun. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If you find a table that doesn't isn't an expensive table, you can play for a while and just yeah. put your Money chips on everything, all, all kinds of colors, and you know, and there you go, you're yeah, at it. Well, listen. True. We hope you enjoyed this episode that covered insurance and casino games. I don't know how we blended the two, but we certainly we managed. did. It was it was good. And uh, as always, we are produced by Drumcast Productions, and we're recording here in Toronto, as you can tell by all the Toronto shout-outs of street names that we did on this episode. Like I mentioned at the beginning, feel free to tweet us at Listen and Sleep or to rate and review us on iTunes or SoundCloud. And until the next time, we hope you listen and sleep.